Welcome to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. I am Becca Kephart, and thank you for joining us for our very special Glass Blown Open 2018 episode. There's a lot to get to, but first of all, I want to tell you a little bit about our experience. So I had mentioned in the last episode that Lupe and I were planning on going down and playing one of the Flex C tiers, but unfortunately, due to some sickness and some bad weather, we weren't able to go. So our first time going down to Emporia was uh, this last Saturday, so the last day of the GBO. And we got down to Emporia pretty early. We got to meet up with Bobby Brown, which was really neat to uh, meet him in person. He's just as cool in person as you would expect. And he uh, gave us our GBO media badges, and that felt very validating to have those. It was really neat. And then we headed out to Peter Pan, where all the women played their last round. And while we were hanging out, we um, ran into Jenny from Ladies First Disc Golf and her husband, Jason, had a really great talk with them. They are super cool people. Then we just stuck around Peter Pan for a little while. Uh, Val Jenkins had been so kind to reach out to me to make sure that we got an interview in with her. So right before her final round, we had just a fantastic conversation. It was such a great interview. And then the only time it has ever happened, um, before or after, my recorder fritzed and I lost the interview. <laughs> and I was pretty devastated. I was like the time over the winter when I managed to lose two discs on the same hole, devastated about it. But thankfully, <laughs> Lupe was there. A bunch of other people kind of helped me get through it and we moved forward. And hopefully we can uh, get a full length phone interview with Val soon. Um, again, she just had so many really good, um, insightful things to say, really life-affirming and disc golf-affirming things. So we'll we'll find a way to make that happen. But while we were hanging out at Peter Pan, it was really cool. We, um, Matt from Udisc, made a point to meet up with us and he hooked us up with some stuff to give away. And hopefully you know by now, Udisc is doing so much for the sport. And both Matt and Josh are really cool, really accessible guys. And um, it's just really fantastic what they're doing bunch of other highlights. I'm sure I'm going to forget a bunch of stuff. Um, We got to, uh, Kim and I got to meet and have a short conversation with Steve Dodge. And that was just phenomenal to get to connect with him. Uh, Steve is another person who is just obviously doing so much for the sport. Such a positive, um, eager person. It was just really cool to get to talk to him. We got to, while we were hanging out at Peter Pan, see a bunch of our friends tee off on hole one. That was the energy in Emporia that you hear everyone talk about was really, really great. Um, Thankfully, at the block party, we were able to meet up with and talk to quite a few people. So we were able to get some interviews. So we have a podcast for you today. A lot to learn. Um, A couple of my big takeaways. One, after speaking with several FPO players, the professional women want more media coverage. They want more exposure. And that's really great for what we're doing. That hopefully will come from others continually as well. And also the sport, as we all know, is just growing really, really fast. And it's a little bit overwhelming (laughs) 
all the people to to talk with and to meet and make connections with. But that's a really good problem to have too. It was amazing to be standing at hole one of Peter Pan and to be watching all of these professional women that I have watched so much video of um, to see them in person. It was so cool. I wanted to run and talk to them all, but you know they had rounds to play. So I didn't get to talk to nearly as many people as I would have liked to. I certainly didn't get to talk to nearly as many amateur players as I would have hoped, but thankfully there should be more opportunities for us to be able to do that. We got to follow the lead card that final round Uh, for a little while and it was amazing if you have not gotten a chance to follow elite fpo card in person i can't encourage you enough to do it that it was something else you know getting to see paige pierce throw and the lines that she takes in person it was just breathtaking it was also incredibly inspiring to watch um in real time Paige kind of go through her routine and process when she made bad shots. Um, it's just very worth emulating. Uh, you know, Paige is obviously the number one women's player in our game right now, but her her attitude, the way she carries herself, um, it's just really phenomenal. So we're going to get to the um, kind of a wrap up of really the whole women's field at GBO, but real quick. Chris Rodriguez out in Washington is running the La Nina Open this summer. And if you haven't heard yet, he's doing a raffle and giving away nine baskets. That is a lot of baskets. So go check out his Facebook page and you can enter that raffle for those baskets. Okay, so let's get to the women's wrap up. So something you'll hear uh, in Sarah Hokum's interview, and I heard from just a ton of people, is that This was the first time, I believe, that the GBO has had all of the women in one pool. So it was kind of like a big, giant women's tournament within GBO, which is just really, really neat. Um, I believe altogether it was something like 156 women competed. And in uh, FA2, so Intermediate Women, Kat Merch took third, Edie Hurd took second, and had a 902 rated third round and Carly Strange took first. All three ladies shot above their current rating each round, so good on them. That's so great to get to go to a huge uh, tournament like this and play well. In FA1 and Women's Advanced, our very own Nova Polite had a great GBO showing, and she shot above her current rating uh, every round and took third place. Cynthia Ricciotti was tied for 10th after round one, And then she shot a scorching 961 rated round two to make lead card and ultimately came in second. And then in first place with a really outstanding final round was Christine Jennings, who I knew from her social media. So congratulations uh, to her. That's great. And then in FA40, Fresta Jacobs and Debbie Polkinghelm shot outstanding final rounds to come in second and third. And then Mila Puna also tied for third. And our very own Kim Janola defended her GBO title, winning again this year by eight strokes. 
So congratulations to Kim. Now to the FPO wrap up. A lot of really great storylines. There's wonderful coverage from Central Coast Disc Golf with Zoe Ann Dyke and Ian Anderson commentating. So if you haven't watched it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, just skip the next minute or so and go watch it. It's it's a really, really great watch. In round one, Paige Pierce shot a 998 rated five under. And Rebecca Cox was just one stroke back, shooting a 988 rated round. And round one also saw Lauren Butler shoot one under and make lead card along with Lisa Fakus. And then in round two, Sarah Holcomb, Emily Beach, and Jessica Weiss all shot the hot round of two under, and Emily moved to lead card. The final round, uh, which, like I mentioned, we got to watch some of, it was so intense. It was just a fantastic experience. Emily Hun Tuff, and she tied for her fourth with Jessica Weiss. Sarah Holcomb had a great final round to take third. And Lisa also just had a phenomenal final round. It was looking for a minute there like she and Paige might tie down the stretch. But ultimately, Paige won by two strokes. So what you're about to hear is some of our interviews with various voices at the GBO. We'll have a little bit of music in there too. I am actually a musician. That's my day job. I teach music and part of the reason why I make podcasts is because I had wanted to do sound design and write music for podcasts. And as soon as I decided to do a podcast, I knew this is the one I wanted to make. Anyway, this was our first big tournament and uh, I definitely learned a lot and I Really look forward to continuing to grow, continuing to get better, and to continue to amplify women disc golfer voices. So we'll take a quick break, and then I hope you enjoy audio from our time at the Glassblown Open. Looking for the perfect disc golf disc to take your game to the next level? Ladies First Disc Golf makes the disc selection process easy with an inventory of women's friendly discs. Ladies First Disc Golf wants to make sure you are looking and feeling great on the course. Jazz up your disc golf wardrobe with a large selection of apparel items for women disc golfers chosen and designed by women's disc golfers. At Ladies First Disc Golf, the ladies always come first. Visit ladiesfirstdiscgolf.com for all of your women's disc golf, disc, apparel, and accessory needs. And hey everybody, this is Becca, and we're about to head down to Emporia for the very first time ever. I'm here with Lupe. Say hey, Lupe. Hey. And hopefully we're going to go get to watch some awesome disc golf and talk to some awesome people and get some caffeine before we get too far on the road. (laughs) I'm here with Des Redding. It is so cool to meet you. You are a hero of mine, certainly. So what excites you most about disc golf right now as someone who's been around for a while? I would say when I was actually looking and watching some of the women's topper cards, because this year at Emporia I found myself on the the lower cards, but it did give me an opportunity to actually go and see some of the new top players out here. And one of the most exciting things for me was there was one card that was represented and sponsored four women. So we had four manufacturers sponsoring four individual yes, women. And that's yes. just unheard of when I right. first started. You know, it was just like so you might only have one woman being sponsored by one manufacturer. And here was a card full of four different women, all different manufacturers. Super exciting for women in disc golf. I love it. And what do you feel is really important for growing women's disc golf right now? 
um, great things are happening, what do you think are some of those key things? I think the biggest thing for us is to continually share our passion. So yeah. when you we are in the parking lot, take a moment and socialize because that little socialization that you get really makes a big difference. Even if it's just like how you shot your round today or a putting tip here and there, but by just hanging out shows our presence. And once our presence is there, it gives all the other women who are thinking about it an opportunity to be like, oh, I can do it too. So be present, women, be present at the course and in the parking lot. Awesome, thank you so much. Thanks guys. How you doing, Rhonda? I'm doing great. We're out here at the Vendor Village and excited to see all the ladies out here. And you guys are kind of in prime position. It's pretty great. You're like right out yeah. towards the entrance, which is really cool. So Wait. what are you selling here in your venting area? Well, we got some fun stuff. We got our fundraiser discs that are the nested mini sets. Um, they got a cute stamp on one side. Uh, it says, talk birdie to me. And I then our disc golf divas awesome. uh, stamp with the birdie on it on the other side. Very cool. We also got our sweet disc golf pins in just in time for GBO. Very cool. And then our headbands and some of our other uh, shirts. But and then I've also got a little gallery of Diva Fever and uh, the Women's Global uh, past Women's Global events. Cool. So how many GBOs have you been to? Um, I've either played or come to them since 2000, I want to say 2011, 2012. Very cool. And would you say this is the best weather that has ever been at a GBO? Yes! <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Well, have fun, Rhonda. <laughs> We're going to start out with our FA2 division. This is our women's intermediate advanced division. Pardon me, women's intermediate division. Coming in third place, taking home a glass one trophy is Kat Merch. This <laughs> second in the FA2 division is Edie Hurd. And winning our FA2 division by sixth round this weekend, taking home $300 in merchandise is Carly Strange. Come on up, Carly. So great to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, so, how are things going for you on tour so far this year? How are you feeling about it? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I came into the season wanting to get like top 10, and I've somehow yeah. made it each tournament I've played, so definitely playing well. That's awesome. What is the most exciting thing about where disc golf is at right now for you? Because you're someone who's been around disc golf a long time, even though you're young. Um, I think um, social media, a lot more people are getting involved with that. And Certainly. I am obsessed with that. That's what I'm known for. And so it's cool seeing other pro athletes get on with that and show, you know, younger athletes um, what the game's all about. Very cool. What do you think is most important right now for us to grow the women's side of disc golf? I think it is more, um, you know, shorter tees on longer courses. Um, definitely, Pro Tour has done a good job of that. Um, gosh, just 
being more welcoming to women because a lot of people are like, oh, women are slow, women do this and that. And I think it's just being more welcoming and showing that, you know, women are here too. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Congratulations, Emily, on a really great tournament. Thank you. Uh, so what are some of your takeaways from this tournament? Oh, well, I learned a lot um, about my mental game and just um, playing conservatively and just all kinds of things and playing under pressure. Sure. Yeah. So much. Yeah. So much fun and it was a great experience. Very cool. Uh, so what do you have coming up? What's your next tournament? I believe you're playing Diva Fever, yeah? I am. That is the next one. Very exciting. <laughs> We're very excited to have you there. Great FPO field. Yeah. So I've been asking people, what excites you most about what's going on at disc golf right now? Uh, the growth. Yeah. Absolutely the growth is just growing so quickly. and sure. It's so fun to be a part of it and to see it. Yeah. I love it. Very cool. Well, congrats again and thank you so much. Thank you. Ladies first disc golf. How's it going, Jenny? Pretty good. Weather's beautiful. It's a disc golf going on right now, so awesome. <laughs> so we're hanging out here at Peter Pan. The lead advanced women's card is about to tee off, and then we'll start getting the FPO players out here. So, what is fun to do for you in Emporia, Jenny? You've been here a few times before. Um. Yeah. I mean it. I, like just the town itself the um like I just stopped at the gas station and I had a disc golf shirt on and the lady was like oh 
be safe out there playing and I'm like oh, I'm not playing I'm just you know bending at right. the at the block party and she was like oh that block party sounds like a lot of hoopla I'm yeah. sure to check it out <laughs> so awesome. um I think just the people in this town being so excited for yeah. all the disc golfers in yeah. itself is just a really cool experience um uh we ate at oh is on commercial street I think at a diner this morning cool. and it had an excellent breakfast awesome. um i'm looking forward to the block party tonight yep. so i was here last year and it got rained out so it's my first experience and i think it's gonna be really fun and the weather is setting up to be absolutely perfect very cool um so also we're just a couple weeks out here now from the wge so do you want to tell us a little bit about what you guys got going on up in wisconsin you're part of wisconsin anyway yeah so we actually um our ladies leagues in wisconsin are all connected they're called oh, the cool. discon ladies league so pretty much all the women's disc golf leagues in wisconsin are fall under the dolls is the acronym okay. yeah so yeah if you ever hear us like i play with dolls or right Dolls League or whatever, that's Discon Ladies League. So we actually, this year in Wisconsin, we have two events. Awesome. We have an event in like central Wisconsin, uh, the Simultaneous, and that is run by Lindsay Westberg and Jenna Tritton. And yeah. Jenna and her husband Brad own Nailed It. Yep. Um, so they, it is the, these girls' first time running a tournament. Very so cool. that is very exciting and the first time having a women's tournament up in that neck of the woods. So... Uh, that's cool. And then down by us, we have the Foxy Ladies Women's Global event. This is the fourth year or the fourth time that this event has been held at Gray Fox Park. Um, we're sold out, so I keep on adding more, and I'm like, we'll awesome. figure it out. Very so I think cool. I think we'll end up being about having when all when it's all done and said, probably between like 72 and 74 players awesome. is what I'm estimating. So yeah, it's uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's such it's such a good event yeah. for there's like so many women who it's like their first tournament yeah. and then they get hooked right um and it's just so cool to know that you're competing against women in the whole world very so. cool so what advice would you give then to somebody who's thinking about starting a women's league in their area where maybe there's not currently one um i would definitely get on social media like mm -hmm. facebook find your local your local group for either your park or if you have a club in your area and post there saying like hey, I want to start a ladies league. Do, are there any women in this group? Or are there any guys who have, you know, a lady in their life that would want to play? Start there by reaching out. Um, and then pick a date and stick with it. And, you know, if you go and you only have, like, one person, or if it's only yourself, just keep on coming back and just co committing to it and putting it out there. And, you know, the social media has its, its downfalls. But yeah. one of the huge draws of it is the fact that we can connect like this i mean yeah, it's right. not like you just you know like 25 years ago you might go to a grocery store and right. put up a flyer that yeah. no one ever sees it's like you can post this everywhere so i'd say you know get connecting with your local clubs your local parks and uh you know put it out there that you want to start this this ladies league cool uh keep it simple at first you know and it'll yeah. grow from grow from there uh pdj.com slash women has a ton of like how to's for ladies leagues and ladies tournaments mm -hmm. if once you've determined you're going to start it they have so many resources on like cool ideas you can do and everything so um yeah i think just my number one tip is to reach out to some people and make some connections i like it 
Yeah. All right. And finally, can you tell us about some sweet new stuff that you have in the ladies first store? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have these visors yes. that everyone is so excited about. I was like, I know I used to wear visors all the time when I, I have worked at garden centers and yeah. it's like women tend to wear visors more yep. than hats because we have ponytails and yep. braids and we don't want our head to be hot. So I have some sweet visors in purple and gray and black. Um, got some short sleeve tops and a couple different colors and I just got a disc craft order of um, hot stamp discs that say smile sparkle and shine nice. I was like thinking I'm like you know when you're on the course you need positive reinforcement yes. and if you're having a bad round I feel like the stamp is going to automatically make you shoot better because you can't be angry when you have such a happy positive message right? on your disc so I know I'm kind of a you know happy-go-lucky I try to be and I write positive affirmations yeah. on the bottom of my disc sometimes to myself just to remind myself you know to you know if you're having a bad round sometimes you just need that those words of encouragement so those are my words of encouragement to the women of the disc golf world so uh, those are my most exciting things but <laughs> as summer rolls on I'll probably be making more tank tops and yeah. you know the warm weather gear and everything so but awesome. yeah visors disc craft hot stamp and uh more short sleeves I think that's very cool. The, the hot items on the docket. I like it. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you very much, All Becca. Right. <laughs> we had a tight race in the FPO division. We're going to take our top three competitors up here. We're coming in third place. This Sarah Holcomb. Come on up, Sarah. I just like to thank the organizers and everybody that came out. Um, like this, Paragon, Rickaroon, Zuka, Smick Optics. And congrats, Kate. You got another one. Coming in second place out of Austin, Texas. Lisa Fakus, come on up, Lisa.
Love you guys. Where did you go? I just saw you. Thank you so much. And you guys treat my friends like your friends. Thank you for putting up with all of us. Um, and Zach, Sam Ball, and Nate Perkins for caddying. Thank you guys. Alright, I am here with Amy from Nice Shot Disc Golf. How's it going, Amy? Pretty good. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about Nice Shot? Yeah, so we just started Nice Shot Disc Golf this year, actually. We do custom um, drawn designs on t-shirts, hoodies. Awesome. Um, we have towels and um, vinyl stickers, magnets, uh, koozies, um, and we're hoping to expand to get more items soon. Cool. And where, where are you all based out of? We are based out of Whitehall, Michigan. Very cool. Michigan disc golfers. Yes. They're good people. <laughs> Never met a not awesome Michigan disc golfer, right? Yep, and we got, got, great, we got great courses. I know, too. right? I can't get, wait to get up there. Are you playing um, the women's championship this year in Michigan? Yep, I am signed cool. up for the women's championship already. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, thanks for talking to me. All right, well, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> It was awesome getting to meet all these new people and playing um, a bunch of great courses and it was fun playing in a separate pool as the men so it was kind of like playing a women's tournament every day and uh, we had a lot of really great uh, group of spectators out there almost every round so um, and the staff here at Dynamic Disc puts on a great show um, every year so I really just uh, had a it was a pleasure all week. Yeah, that's awesome. So I've kind of been asking everybody, and you know, for you as someone who's been playing for a few years, what excites you most about where disc golf is at right now? I'm mostly excited at the continued growth and the continued um, kind of, we're kind of, we're, we're creating our own identity right now that is unique and unlike any other sport. And the fact that we're continuing to evolve and grow and in, and change in the best kind of ways with the media and yeah. and you know just the PDJ itself is you know is growing and, and becoming even better and better and okay. I just I'm just excited it's continuing to explode and we always wonder where that's gonna stop and I just don't see it stopping anytime soon that's awesome what do you feel are the keys right now for growing the women's side I think continuing to dedicate time to women's events women's leagues women's series tours um, you know, growing the sport like with the with the grassroots level, getting your friends involved in the sport, all of that. You know, just giving women the tools to compete and the tools to enjoy each other and the tools to play well, all of that. I mean, it's uh, you know, there's just from that grassroots level. I see a I see a I see a tour in five years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's we're so close. Yeah. To absolutely. just busting out. Yep. And it, it's it snowballs anywhere. There's a big following. So when there's some women, it starts to get more women, and then when there's more women, there becomes a lot of women. And you know, and that's just what we're we're seeing happen at different areas all over the country. So that's something that I'm most excited about to see. And I'm just. And people like yourselves, you know, dedicating your time to just putting women in the forefront of the sport, that is huge, and I really appreciate that, and uh, so keep it up. Thank you so much. I really yeah. appreciate it. Yay. I am here with Denise Cameron. Denise, how was your GBO week? 
You know, GBO week is always very special. Um, this is my fifth one. Awesome. And uh, some have been better than others. Sure. I'm kind of dealing with a bit of a alignment neck pain mm. issue. I feel you there. Um, <laughs> Me too. So leading yeah. up to the event, I was a little nervous. Sure. First round was great. Um, second round started creeping up. Third round, full on, very yeah. uncomfortable. So, yeah. you know, that was kind of a bummer, yeah. especially, you know, it's always fun when you're playing your home courses and right. you know what you're doing and you yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. kill it. Um, but I had awesome cards all week. Yeah. Uh, being part of the DD family, it's always awesome to see all the hard work come to fruition yeah. and just see everybody so excited and having a good time. Yeah. Um, so that's what GBO is about, even if the play is not great. Yeah. Just, you know, seeing all our friends come to town and everybody having a good time awesome. always makes me happy. So I've been asking everybody, what excites you the most about where disc golf is at right now? Oh, man. That's a hard one to answer because there's sure. just so many things. Yeah. I really like the uh, improvement in the women's coverage. Awesome. People yeah. like you doing the podcast, um, you know, just more attention given to the women because I think it's really special. Our games are different yeah. um, in a good way, yeah. and I think it's important that that's highlighted. Very cool. And it's going to help grow the sport, get more women involved. and. Yeah. It's amazing to see some of the youngsters like Cynthia, the 13-year-old yeah. Team Absolutely. DD just smashing this. And her yeah. round yesterday, when I saw it, I was like, yeah. wow. I was special. Wow. Yeah. Jaw dropped. So stuff like that is just so cool, you know? Awesome. Very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. So good to see you again. How was your GBO week? Man, fantastic. It was my first glass blown open. I was out here for Worlds um, a couple years ago, but first glass blown open, best weather from what I've heard. Yes. And uh, this was my breakout event for the season. I've been yeah. home in Oregon and I couldn't have asked for a, a better event. You know, I tied for sixth today. Yeah. I, I climbed the ladder each day. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't be happier. That's awesome. Yeah. And you're gonna be playing some more events on the West Coast coming up here, yeah? Yep, pretty much uh, almost every weekend with just a couple of a couple of breaks from here on out cool. until the end of the season. That's great. Yeah. So while we have you here, can you tell us more about your organization and about getting into schools and what you're doing with that? Yes, and that's actually why I haven't been on tour. Um, I'm, you know, I've started and I've established a nonprofit organization called Universal Play Disc Golf. You play DG. You check it out online, youplaydg.org or youplaydiscgolf.org. Whole basis of the nonprofit, the whole purpose is to put disc golf into education curriculums. And uh, we actually authored, Dustin and myself, yeah. our own basic and advanced, and then advanced one, two, three, four curriculums. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. Um, so we've been asking everybody, what excites you most about where disc golf is at right now? Oh. Wow, that's a tough one. I mean, I've got two categories. Number yeah. one, the equipment yeah. is out of this world. Sure. Um, with the speed of the drivers and with the anglage of uh, every every shot that can be pulled off that 10 years ago, you wouldn't have even had this selection. So the technology behind the discs is incredible and it's making the throwers more incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then really it's just the timing. Uh, you know, I got to see disc golf when it was at under 20,000 members and we're at yeah. over 105,000 right. members in the PDGA. Yeah. So I think it's incredible time for growth and incredible time for 
the real growth, which is what I'm trying to add yeah, to with the kids. Absolutely. Yep. So kind of with that, what do you feel is key for particularly growing the women's side of the sport? Honestly, okay, number one, media is really going to help because if women can see other women playing disc golf, yeah. they're going to believe that they can give it a try. Um, and actually tied for number one is really just getting women out with other women. So starting leagues, um, convincing them to come to events to watch the women's side, whatever it is, it's women needing to support women because it opens up a whole nother channel once they can see other women throwing. Awesome. Thank yep. you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Coming in first, FA 40 division by a whopping eight throws. Kimberly Giannola <laughs> taking home $300 coming up. I'm here with Lauren Butler. Lauren, it's really awesome to meet you. Uh, how was your GBO week? Uh, my GBO week was awesome. Um, really felt like I came out this weekend for the first time in the year. Yeah. Got to play with Sarah in my first round, so yeah. that was just a lot of team spirit. And then yeah. the top card was just a whole new form of emotion and pressure yeah. and fun, and right. it was just great. Awesome. So yeah, I was happy. To, I felt like I got to play to my ability on top card, you know. Yeah. And then the last round just didn't end up quite in my favor, sure. but you know that stuff happens. Not supposed to go beyond. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Whatever. I was, I was, yeah, I was happy with my finish, and it felt yeah. strong. It was. Yeah, the, I think the absolutely. biggest women's field yeah. that I am signed up for, and sure. a very right. competitive one at that. So yeah. I was super happy. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll ask you the same question I'm asking everybody. What excites you most about where this golf is at right now? We are growing so much in a million different ways, but I think it's, I guess, like young people's outlook on life, like not doing the everyday job 40 hours a week. Yeah. Like we're healthy, sure. we're on the move, we eat healthy, we, yeah. you know, do sports that allow us to make a little bit of money, but do more fun stuff. Like we're living our life. Yeah. It, it's a new American dream, I think. So yeah, that's awesome. Disc golf. <laughs> what do you feel is key to growing women's disc golf moving forward? Um. <laughs> That's tough one. Right, right. Um, I think stuff like this, you know, the big, always having the women's field, always offering the women's field, the bathrooms at courses are a huge thing. Yeah. But honestly, even for having a big arm, the women's tee pads and changing the courses from being at the exact same courses at the pro men's yeah. is a lot more awesome. I have a chance at handfuls of birdies where before it was just like scramble, 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 just really trying to make yeah. something happen. And it's yeah. like, you even get a birdie on a par five, you know, right. you know whatever. So, awesome. yeah. Very cool. Well, congratulations again on your week. Yeah, thank it's you so much. It's great to meet you. your GBO week? Wow, awesome week, great yeah. experience, just like the best time ever pretty much. Yeah. So cool to see the ladies, Yeah. a lot of ladies out here playing and had an awesome time, beautiful weather, can't yeah. complain. Yeah. yeah, that was quite the round today too man, we were following along, that was intense. Thank you man, yeah. I'm just really happy, didn't have anything go like terribly wrong, yeah. kept my head high, just, yeah. just kept my spirits high and tried yeah. to do my best. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So we've been asking everybody, what are you most excited about uh, in disc golf right now, where disc golf's at? Man, there's just like a lot of excitement in disc golf. <laughs> man, 
Hi, Dustin. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. We know Dustin. He made our shirts. He's ironic. Dustin's yeah, dope. Dustin. Dustin's he is. Dope. It's like, ironically, it's probably just like some of that. Just like meeting like the people everywhere I go right now. Um, it's really cool that I actually have like fans yeah. and like uh, it's kind of a new thing for me awesome. So just like getting out there and like meeting people and enjoying the disc golf and Greg Barsby Always you know, Greg Barsby You know, yeah. he's a good guy right here so just having fun at the no, black party I was, just, and, uh, I was just listening <laughs> Okay I was trying to We're on a podcast right now I was now. trying to listen to that podcast Okay, I'm sorry <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we, we skewed off the topic. It's a all right. Yeah, it's all yeah. editable. Uh, Lisa okay. throws in Lisa throws awesome. Lisa does throw awesome. True story. Lisa throws hard and awesome. Thanks, Greg. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for talking with us and good luck this Anytime, season. Anytime, Becca. It's so great meeting you. Oh, we'll reach out to you again. Don't bring me into one of these podcasts. <laughs> My heartfelt thanks to Val, Des, Rhonda, Kona, Emily, Jenny, Amy, Sarah, Denise, Zoe, Lauren, Lisa, and whatever the photobombing equivalent is to podcasting. Thanks to Greg Barsby and Dustin. That was hilarious. Dustin also made us some awesome shirts. We're hopefully going to get some more of those made real soon. Uh, thanks also to Kim, Nova, and Liz for wearing those Ladies of the Chains shirts and spreading the word about the podcast all GBO week long. Many, many thanks again to Lupe for all of your help and awesomeness. Couldn't have done it without you. Thank you for listening to the Ladies of the Chains podcast. If you are interested in supporting the podcast, please visit ladiesofthechains.com and click the support button. Please give us your questions and comments at ladiesofthechains at gmail.com or on our Facebook page. Look for our Facebook 400 likes giveaway that I'll post in a few days. Thank you so much for listening. Get out and play some disc golf and we'll see you back in a couple weeks here on the Ladies of the Chains disc golf podcast. It's going to be real weird. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is that is, a camera? I'm talking, I'm recording. Oh my gosh, I honestly <laughs> did not think it. Oh no! <laughs> I'll try this again.